Hello, and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts, Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of sports, music, and popular culture. Well, welcome. This is Kirk Weber with Kevin Weber, my brother, and um, we haven't been on for a while. Uh, this is our 19th episode, and it, I think the last one we had was back in January, and if you've been waiting for that, uh, we thank you for that. Um, I, we haven't gotten a lot of people saying, you know, hey, where's that next episode, but, um, but we're back, um, and we're back at an interesting time. The coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, is uh, kind of upending everyone's lives in different ways, and it's definitely done that to Kevin and I as high school teachers uh, here in Michigan. We um, aren't in school um, because, you know, all these school districts have been shut down, public school districts. So we're home. Um, I'm home with my three kids. Uh, Kevin's home with his daughter, and we're trying to kind of occupy what we're doing and see what comes next. It's been weird. It's been surreal. Um, I don't know. How have you been kind of spending your time, Kevin? Well, watching too much TV, I'm sure, but playing some APA too. Um, Today, I actually took my daughter up to the high school parking lot because she wanted to try to drive. So we did that for the first time. So she was, you know, practicing starting and stopping and turning the car on and off and going in reverse for a little bit, and she didn't crash into anything, so I, I think it was a success. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I figured I had some time to do that, so she was all game for it, so we did that. That's a good thing to do with social distancing, and uh, so th- that's good. You know, you don't have to be around people to, to do that. Uh, we've been going on a lot of walks. Um, my, we have to. Yeah. Uh, we've been trying to. My, you know, we were supposed to start the spring sports season, and my son, who's a junior in high school, was ready. Uh, actually, was supposed to be playing his first game by now. Um, so we've been doing some stuff where you know we're throwing and doing a little hitting in the yard and stuff, um, trying to at least keep somewhat sharp. You know, it's hard to do. But, you know, uh, trying to do that. He, of course, also runs cross-country and stuff, so he's gone for some runs, which has been good for him, I think. Um, He was scheduled to take a bunch of AP tests, advanced placement tests, and so he's been working on stuff through our school district, but that's all been kind of strange, too. My district, I don't know about yours, um, basically we're not allowed to put assignments in new assignments so you can suggest things yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i think for legal reasons i you know i understand that so you know people are just kind of left hanging on that and we're kind of left hanging till the first through the first week of april here um to see what happens but uh i agree been watching some uh, tv streaming services both of us are kind of cord cutters now and um uh, mm-hmm. you know we use um youtube tv among other things as kind of ways to watch things and um so that's that's been good i've been watching some documentaries i actually um paid to get uh the membership for pbs and their um app on you know uh fire they have a fire app and they have a bruhu app and stuff so I can watch some um, older uh, documentaries and things like mm. that. So that's been, you know, and I don't mind throwing 60 bucks their way. 
um, because, you know, it's kind of a donation, you know, that sort of thing. But we, you and I have um, been playing quite a bit of APA. I actually had placed an order um, for um, the 1970 Reds. You know, I got a, yep. you know, those cards uh, through an eBay order. And th- that was fun. And for a tournament that we're hoping to still go to, Chicago Land, um, in a few months. So that's, you know, far enough out. First part of August, but I guess, you know, you never know about anything anymore, right? Everything's kind of week to week, right? And we had done the draft for that tournament. For the 70 Reds I had done for our previous tournament that we had here in uh, the Greater Michigan Apple Tournament in Jackson, uh, for next year, and I just wanted to acquire that. I just want to. I Johnny Bench was one of my favorite players playing up. He, that was probably his best year ever, and I thought it'd be a fun team to play with. Um, so they can be competitive, though. I've been playing with them a lot on Apple Go and a few dice roll manual games, and I I lose with them all the time. Like I just cannot roll for them. Um, My 1957 Milwaukee Braves just keeps kicking their butt most of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you picked the 57 Braves for the What's, Great I Michigan. really like that team. Yeah, and I that's hope a I nice roll team. as well as I do. Yeah, they are. They're, yeah. You know, um, no, not perfect, but they're a nice team. They can hit, for sure. And then on the flip so. side, we both got to eventually pick a team for the Chicagoland tournament. And I picked the 2001 Seattle Mariners with the 40th pick out of 48. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that they were available was amazing to me. They're a solid team. And um, your nemesis now is Mark McLemore uh, oh on Abagos, who basically um, is in scoring position almost probably two out of every three times he's up. Ricky right? Lou. Ricky yeah. Lou McLemore. Because he steals at least one base a game. I mean, he would steal like 175 bases and, and probably hit 35 home runs as well. He's got probably a 780 on base percentage against me. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's <laughs> so. been he's been playing really well. He's been the table setter. That's definitely what he's been. I, yeah. I hope in the actual tournament he would actually do that. But it's been fun. It's been uh, almost. It's been a joke. You know how you can chat on Epigo. And I'm just like I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, mean. I said I said yesterday if I could throw at his head. I would do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. He, I just hate him. I mean, if yeah. it's Ichiro that's eating me up, fine. He's a Hall of Famer to be, you know. But come on, Mark McLemore. Right. Oh, uh, and he's been killing it, too. And actually, Ichiro is doing all right, but he strikes oh, out yeah, a lot more than yeah, he, he should. You know, like, I keep rolling strikeout numbers for him online. Um, which I'm like, geez, I mean, he's striking out like he's uh, Rob Deere or something. Or I don't mean, like, what? what is this? You know, um, I'm trying to go old school with a strikeout guy. You know, nowadays you could say anybody for strikeouts, you know, yes, pretty exactly. much. But, um, so, yeah, so that's been fun. And we've been playing with those. Um, we successfully put together a very small Apago tournament and mm-hmm. actually got... I mean, we went, okay, you and I, let's get two more people, random people. And we did get some people that actually committed to it. You and I, of course, can always play the games. Um, and we had one guy, Wayne, who um, played us both. And uh, that was cool. Beat us both. <laughs> Beat us both. Yeah, I rolled like crap. Um, and then you you got to play our other guy. Who had uh, the seventy nine pirates? Yes, I beat him six nothing. So he just needs to play you and Wayne. Yeah, um, but Wayne's he's not... got the. Is it the fifteen Blue Jays? 
Yes, 15 Blue Jays. And he was yeah. just ripping home runs against me. Yeah. I mean, he's just rolling home run numbers. If I rolled home run numbers, I'd get him too. But you know how it goes. Um, yeah. And so that there are, you know, as we've done a little bit more with Apigo, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I um, wish there was a way to have a little inbox on Apigo. Yes, you got to be able to communicate with the other people. I know we live in a society now where that's not always the best thing, but there's got to be a way to like direct message somebody or especially somebody in the tournament. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like there's got to be a tournament message board so you could say, "Hey, I'm available between at this time. I can do this. Hey, what when are you available?" Boom, boom, you know, or at least something like that. They got to put I know they can do that. You yeah. got to be able to do that. That is that is a problem where mm-hmm. um, that is something I'd like to see him fix um, because the tournament stuff could be so much better. It's so limited right now. Yeah. And um, if you just could have a little bit of communication on game times and stuff, that would be great. Because now it's like I played the this other dude, the 79 Pirates guy. Because I, I just happened to be, I, I was, I just logged on. I'm just going to log on and hope this guy shows up. And he right. did. And then I had to send a message to him in the general message board, like, dude, I'm in the game. Okay. Come join me. And he luckily did. And I played him. Um, but you weren't so lucky. No, no. <laughs> you know, he and, like left. Right. He you left. Know? And then I got met, I got like challenged by somebody else. And at first I thought, oh, this is my thing. And then I get in the game and it's not the right game. And I it had a great game, a real close game. Um, but I was like, oh, crap. You know, maybe I could have played him. And, and then the guy was gone. Yeah. And then he was, he was gone. There. He was there, and then he was gone. So that's frustrating. And yeah. Well, I see these people that put together, like, a 16-team single elimination tournament. One, I, it's really hard to fill that. And if you do, it's going to be a year before you finish that tournament. You know? Yeah. I mean, it... it and part of it is the communication aspect yes, of it. Yes, that's you've the main got, You've reason. got to be – maybe there's a thing where it works into that. I mean, I have a couple ideas, but that's something that, especially in this coronavirus age, would be really fun to do, mm-hmm. Or, but, you, but it's not set up to do that. The other thing that I really wish they would fix is the ability to toggle between home and visitor. Yeah. Uh, like if you challenge you somebody, yeah. yeah, and when you challenge somebody, I, I'll cha- you know, like I'll challenge and be the visitor if I need to, you know, or whatever. If you want to yeah. do it, it's just like because then it just adds another layer of um, who's challenging what, and then and, and the fact that you can't really communicate with somebody unless you're in the game chatting makes it makes it difficult, you know. Like you yeah. and I can text each other, right? But we because, do it all the time. We play Epigo all the time and do that. Yeah, but other people like these other people. The only time you communicate with them is either chatting in the game or through the message through the, board. Through the general everybody that's on the AppaGo website message board. Right. I think <laughs> what know? they could do, what would work, you know, because a lot of times people will put your handle, you know, your username in the message. But what would be good would be is if you tag somebody in the message. It um, flags like you get a little like number one, you, know, you got a message or something up in the top corner by your profile mm-hmm. or something that would say you somebody's been trying to 
say something to you. You're, there's a message that's there. And maybe that copy of that message would show up there too because otherwise you've got to scroll through those to see if somebody five oh, yeah. hours ago said something yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I know, maybe it's or not a you can deal. just you can just like have favorites or something of people you play with. Right. And then they will send you a message or something like that. Right. You could do yeah. that too where if you're friends with them or something, kind of a social messaging sort of thing, but if you are, then you can toggle on or off whether or not you want communications with people or not. There's ways you could do it safely and make it more effective. And then if you're able to do that, like what I would really like to see in the tournament thing is to have a tournament manager who can have people sign up for the tournament. And then, like, you know, like we go to these in-person tournaments, they can say, okay, this is when we need to do our tournament or play these games and da-da-da, right? And they could mm-hmm. send a message to all the people who signed up for the tournament that you created. Um, that would be great. I, I would love that, <laughs> you know? Yes, it would but, be. Well, right now, it's just like you're at a tournament. You're at Chicagoland, and you're in a big room. And you just get your stuff, and you just wander around the room and hope you run into the right guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like what we're doing. Actually, actually, it's And you like, hope they're in the room at the right time, too. It's actually... they got the right date. <laughs> I, I think even more than that, Kevin, I think it's you're in the city or the greater Chicago area, and you're trying to find the person you're playing. They might be at any particular hotel in the greater Chicago area. Good luck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, like you have no idea like where they're at or anything. And and so, I mean, unless you have specific friends that you're doing, like they could do the thing for the tournaments. They could also do a thing where this could work and help out with leagues. I would love to play like a league. Oh, yeah. But, but Similar like, types of stuff for leagues, yes. And some guys it, have tried that, but that seems very, very – I mean, you got to know the guys. You you, you can't right. just like randomly get guys. Like it had to be like you and me and people that we know, like friends that we have so we could communicate. Because I don't. there's no way. It would take you forever. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think there's I'd love it. to jo- join an Apple Go League. That would be awesome. I would love to too, but not in the current way that it is. And and you know, I've been I said to you a couple times in text and chat room stuff, you know, like I'm thinking about, you know, maybe buying a little bit a few more teams. I like a few more teams. I got a lot more time. I like, you know, I'm getting tired of playing with some of the same teams that I've bought and stuff like that. But I I think twice about it because I'm not sure like how easy it is to use them. Like if I knew I was using a team or a season or something in a league or for a tournament, I'd be more like, I think they could sell more if they made the communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, you're kind of like, how easy am I going to do to make this? And you know, that sort of thing. You know, if you could schedule an appointment or something, there's so many ways that you maybe could do it. I don't know what type of budget they have. Schedule games. Yes. If you could schedule a game and both people agree, like we're going to play at eight o'clock on Tuesday, boom. And then you're like, you know, if there's a way to do that, there's so many things they can do. Right. You know, I'm not scheduling programmer. Yeah. Yeah, or something between this time and that time, like within an hour time or half hour or something like that. The big thing, too, and, you know, if John Hershen hears this or any of the Apago guys that run that mm-hmm. thing and, and make that, you guys have a great product. All right. I really like Apago. I mean, it's fun. That's what we're talking about. But uh-huh. there are some things that can make it really, really take off. Um, right. And these are the things we're talking about. We're not like, I know it maybe sounds like we're critical. Um, we're just trying to be 
you know, constructive criticism here. That's all it is because we really like it. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. I'm going away from it. I, I really have a lot of fun, especially being cooped up at my house, man. I've been playing a lot of Apago lately. So. A lot, yeah. I mean, and I, 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 but I keep thinking about things I would like to make it even better. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. is a great experience. I totally agree. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, there's just a few things I wish they could do, and I don't want to bust their budget. I don't know how much. Um, you're right. Like, I don't know. Who is, you know, putting, I mean, they, it's a nice, they do a good job. Whoever does it is very professional, but I'm imagining there's a few things you could do. And I think in the long run, the time you put into it could actually sell more product, which is what they're about. They're mm-hmm. a company. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to so, make some money. I would well, be more. Well, that's the thing too. And we always talk about APA and everybody, and you hear the people really into APA. Okay. Yeah. You want to play APA baseball, APA football, APA hockey, APA golf, whatever it is you like. Apple soccer and you want to win or do all this stuff and you like that but it's about the community thing i mean like you and i play Apple go because it's fun we trying to win the games it's fun to see you know what our teams do but it's fun to and we we chat all the time through that thing you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah we're always saying something so it is always about the community the tournaments that we go to it's about the community stuff those are the things you have control over so if they make it more about a community on Apple go it's going to do so much better because that's that's what people want, you know. Right. I would love to be able to run a cool tournament, you know, sponsored by our podcast, Double Take, or or something like that. Uh, there is, but it's really like it's such a pain to try to to do it right now. And I'm hoping that some maybe somebody could hear us and make a few adjustments to things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the meantime, I'll still have fun playing it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And that's why, like, I mean, I'm like, you know what would be really cool after the Chicago land? Not that everybody needs to play each other, but, like, if you have all those teams and, you know, because it's three bucks to buy a team, right? And so, yeah. you know, whenever we get into a tournament, we buy the team for three bucks. You see the cards, you know, some most of the time are the same cards unless you have some really old ones. Um, you see the most a few up to date version of them, right? That's what they are. You can play with them. You can set up lineups, play with that, figure out how you want to move your pitchers in and out. Um, all those sorts of things kind of, um, get a feel for managing the team. So like, what's cool is if you can play other teams that are like that, um, mm-hmm. you know, you could all be learning together while having the fun and enjoyment of playing APA baseball. So well, we have developed our lineups for our last several face-to-face tournaments that we've been in through APA Go. And I, I mean, I finished second and then like did very well in the last two tournaments that, um, mm-hmm. I've been in and uh, is some of this because of the app go stuff, man. I mean, I got the best lineup out there. Of course you got to roll some good numbers. We all know right. that, but, uh, I know I've got a good lineup out there. I know what I'm doing with everything. I'm comfortable with that because I got it all figured out. It's like, you, it's like spring training. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, and you and I, like when we first start playing with those, we get excited. Okay. Let's play a three game series or four game series, yeah. depending on how many starting pitchers we'll roll, th- roll through our guys. We want to win. But it's more like, okay, you know, like we'll make suggestions. You should move this guy ahead of this guy because you can have better hit and run opportunities with him. And this guy might be better here, you know, that sort of thing, you know, um, where you kind of see that. But then there's other times you don't. And if you're getting some honest kind of reflection from somebody else, um, mm-hmm. that's always helpful, too. At least we help each other and do yeah. that. But, you know, 
if you could do a mini tournament, you know, get like maybe there's a handful of guys that are going going to a tournament that want to play with their team a little bit. Well, you know, if you had a nice way of doing it on Ampa Go for tournaments, you could put together a little tournament just for fun, just so you can all kind of do a little you know practicing with it and oh, yeah. have fun with it. So. Yeah, so those are some of the suggestions. Uh, speaking of tournaments, we um, didn't, we haven't talked since um, our last, you know, in-person tournament that we had in Jackson, Michigan, uh, the Greater Michigan APA tournament. And you, my, I played with the 1930 um, Giants, went four and four, um, did not roll timely and well, um, and just you know, I mean, it wasn't horrible, um, but it wasn't great. They um, you know, like whenever you um, don't do really well in a tournament, your uh, issues with your team present themselves. And mine was pitching all along. And my lack of depth and quality of pitching definitely hurt me in late inning close games. Um, I had I had trouble um, basically, you know, with that. And so mine's not really a great story. I mean, I had some guys I hit pretty well, but I had guys that just got hit hard or walked a lot of guys and, you know, and just, you know, some of the luck didn't work out either, but you know, it was still a fun tournament and I was, I, I enjoyed going there and I definitely was already planning on coming to the next one next March. Um, but you had a good role and why don't you, yes. um, kind of talk about kind of summarize that a little bit. Well, first I just want to mention, I played with that same thirties New York giants team. Of course, here in Grand Rapids, but I was able, we're able to add a dead ball player, dead ball era. And if you recall, I, I had Smokey Joe Wood, who played outfield for me and was, you know, like a 300 hitter and hit well. And also, you know, an AB, XYZ or whatever Which would have been really nice to which have. Which was <laughs> awesome to have. And I came in second. I lost in the championship. So, and, and I rolled pretty well for that team. But that extra pitcher, that one extra pitcher made a big difference. Now, I'm not saying that you couldn't, you know, roll really well and, and, and have a little bit better luck and win. You, you could. But, um, you know, not having Z's, man, that just kills you. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, I had the 2011 Texas Rangers um, at the tournament here in Jackson, Michigan. And um, I ended up finishing um, uh, eight and eight, no, seven and one in my division. I had the best record. I mean, I had, I, I beat the 64 Orioles 7 1. Then we had, I had to play them twice, and I lost to them 6 2. Then I beat the, 16 Boston 2016 Boston Red Sox 7-3 then I beat the 2013 Boston Red Sox 4-3 then I played the 87 Mets beat them 6-3 then I played the 77 White Sox beat them 3-2 then I played the 2013 Pittsburgh Pirates beat them 3-1 and then I played the 2018 LA Dodgers and beat them 7-3 the playoffs, the way things worked out, and it was kind of a funky situation there, which some people probably read about in the, um, you know, the APA uh, game company emails and stuff. Um, three teams from my division made the playoffs. I mean, our division was all set. So I played the 64 Orioles again, beat them 6-3. But then that 2013 Pirates team is a pretty dang good team. It has some really good pitching and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the numbers weren't quite with me. end up losing them 6-3 and, and like in the final four. Um, but, you know, I, I really like this Rangers team. I mean, they, their pitching is solid. You know, they have B starters and stuff. But once you get to the fifth inning, you can run an A 
reliever out there the rest of the game, and you got actually an extra one. You got four A relievers. So that's, you know, I've found that to be huge. When you can put those guys out there and slow people down and make them really good numbers, which is what happened to me in the in my the game I lost, right. the last game I lost. But, hey, you know, somebody's got to roll 66s and 33s and 11s to beat you. You're not getting beat by, like, you know, 25-9, you know, and all this other garbage, you know, stuff like that. Right. So, right. I mean, I, think, I, I, I lost th- fair and square, you know. That's mm-hmm. just the way it went, you know. So. I think she rolled a lot of 33s, actually, when I was watching, you know, like a lot of, you know, uh, zeros and getting into the second column. and um, But that, you know, if you lose that way, that's all right. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I my mean, team I, only hit 228 as a team, but the thing is I hit 20 home runs because they have a lot of power. And, and to me, it's like, Good starting pitching with Z's, A relievers, be able to hit a bunch of home runs. If you can do that, even if you, I mean, I didn't, obviously I only hit 228. I didn't roll that great, but I rolled well enough to hit home right. runs, you know? So, I mean, I had like, you know, I had Ian Kinsler hitting 351 for me with six dingers, you know, because he's got a 66 one. So I kept rolling for him and boom. Right. And you that's the, that's the thing too. Like when you're looking at teams in a tournament, I know other people know this, but you know, just a little advice. I mean, those nines and eights, you almost got to toss them out. I mean, they don't do you any good. Yeah. Like it's yeah. the people that have sevens, tens, elevens, and of course, you know, all the ones through you know um, sixes. You know, all those numbers. Those are the things. Zeros, of course, will help. But if they got you know, whenever you have that person with a zero, you know, you're going to roll that sixty-five eight. Or something like that, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, when you get double digit numbers, you want to cash in because normally you're facing good pitching, you know, mm-hmm. and so your your averages are going to go down, um, so it makes it a lot tougher. And of course, you know, guys walk more and stuff, so yeah. having Z's may make a difference, and A pitchers make a huge diff. You know? Well, I think a team that walks a lot, like your 2001 Mariners team that I've discovered in Apago, they walk a ton. You know, yeah. they just have a lot of guys that have a lot of 14s. And that's huge, man. That's just, especially if somebody doesn't have a Z, it's just like single, single, you know, mm-hmm. just moving guys up. That's what it's like. And then all of a sudden you roll a good number, boom, 33, you got two, three runs. You know? Yep, yep. they like, hit a, they clear the bases with a double. Because you don't you get, know. like, you don't get that many hits with them. You just have guys on base all the time, you yep. know, and then, then you finally get a hit, then you're in business. You know, that's yep. what it's got to be. And my, uh, that's 11 Rangers team. I, you know, they, they get on base a decent amount, but man, I, you roll a good number, you're going to be scoring. <laughs> right. You know? And that's what and, you need. And that's you what know? you want. Yeah. You want, when you roll, especially, you know, one of the big three, the 11, 33, 66, you really want to cash in. Um, and you know, that, uh, you know, so a single column that does something really makes it better because, you know, it seems like you always get in those ruts. But you had a you had a fun tournament there, and um, yeah, and that I mean, was... you know, again, I, I've come in uh, second three times in tournaments. Maybe some, I'm, I'm sure at some point I won one. I mean, that's not always the big thing, but you know, it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be I mean, fun. It doesn't mean anything in the end, but man, you know, you, you spend all day there, you want to win the dang thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but that's the way it goes. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to another one in a, a Chicago land and stuff. And, um, it was fun seeing who some people pick. Of course, a lot of guys are from the Illinois area. And so they'll pick like a random Cubs team or something. And it's like, what, you know, and I think there's an inside joke that we don't know about right now or something, but, um, but that was, you know, that, that looks like it'll be a good, 
experience and hopefully mm-hmm. everything kind of gets um, worked out in around the country as far as, you know, illness and so forth so that we can get back to things fun like that, you know. Um, so the other thing that I did and I kind of um, I had um, back um, in the 2012 season, I we bought the 2012 cards, my uh, my my oldest son and I um, obviously a while back now. And got, um, you know, a smaller game booklet. But that game booklet that came out right then was not the 2013 edition that I think is the most recent one that everyone uses in tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a couple different things on it. And it's a little smaller, too. So I was, like, talking to you. And I was like, I'd like to get, you know, a new book, you know, uh, the the real one, you know. So, you know, it's 20 bucks to buy one. And. Uh, and you got to pay for the shipping and all that, but so I decided to bite the bullet and and do that. And really, it was just better just to do it where they sent you the four, uh, kind of the final four, uh, twenty nineteen teams um, from this you know last year. So it's like Houston, and the Yankees, and St. Louis, and uh, who's the other team? Um, the Washington Nationals. Oh, the Nationals. Yeah, you know, they won the World Series. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> kind of think there. And so, you know, I don't have those teams because, I, you know, I'm not like you. I don't buy the season every year. Um, so um, so I got that in the mail um, a couple days ago. And when we're in our lockdown here and all, everything or quarantines or whatever you want to – I mean, where I'm not. Nobody in my house is sick. But we're trying to do what we're supposed to do here. And so I got the kind of the nice Apple box with this stuff. And that was kind of, that was fun, you know, kind of reminiscent of we used to back in the 80s get, um, you know, seasons starting with 1984, um, mm-hmm. you know, almost every year through the 80s. Um, and that was fun. It was so exciting, you know, when it would come. And of course, nowadays it's different because you get a tracking number and I know yeah, where it's you at, know. you know, but, you know, we didn't know when it was coming and. Um, yeah, and it's still kind of, uh, kind of the little kid in you, um, kind of getting that. When stuff. you see so the I, box and it's got the Apple return label on it, you're like, Sweet. yeah, yeah. And you see people <laughs> post that on the Facebook pages and stuff, mm-hmm. and and I hope that they realize at the company how that little sticker means more than what they might. Maybe they they probably realize that, but I hope they yeah, realize. I think so. You know, that that is uh, it's iconic in, in certain people's kind of, um, you know, because there's, even like when we were playing in the uh, Jackson, you know, Greater Michigan Tournament, um, when Pastor Rich would talk about, you know, just being a kid, you know, like at the beginning. And that's really what you're doing. It's just kind of remembering playing games and stuff. And I mean, yeah, you're an adult and you might be in your 30s, 40s, 50s or older and doing that. But, you know, you're just trying to just trying to just kind of have fun playing it and, you know, managing the teams and and enjoying what you did when you first got that experience. So it was cool getting that. I snapped a couple photos, you know, I, I can share them on our, um, on our social media, um, yep. you know, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, and people can see them, but you know, it's, it's not that big a deal, but, um, but it's fun, you know, it's cool. And, um, I don't know. I, mean, I know you were really excited when you got your, uh, latest, uh, you know, 2019 season in the mail. Yeah, it's fun to get it and, it's, and you, you know, sort them all out and you're looking at all everything and discovering, you know, the interesting cards and, you know, obviously the guys that had big years and, and what their card looks like. You know, the thing is, like, even now, like, if I'm, you know, I, I do my league, which we started and I've been 
doing all right with that. I'm a couple games over 500. But sometimes, like, I won't have a particular player in the envelope for said team. So I got to go down to my basement, and I go to where my 2019 cards are, and I find the team, and I pull the guy out, and I got him in my hand, and I walk back upstairs. And on two or three occasions, this happened to me the other day, and I thought about it. I'm like, I feel like I just have this dude in my hand. And it's like his card, like, just so represents, like, this guy. You know, it was just Mm. like a pitcher. I think it was, like, Kevin McCarthy or something. You know, he's like a C reliever. And so this guy uses this guy. And I have him in there. I'm like, where's McCarthy? Man, okay, what team do you play for? Okay, go down and get him. It's like, there he is. You know, it's like, it's so weird. But I know other guys think that, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hold, like, if you hold, like, you know, Rogers Hornsby's card in your hand, it's like there's something there, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's kind of strange. Um, well, we've but talked that's about, the cool thing about it, you know? We've talked about how um, if you grew up playing APA or got into it like a lot of people have, you visualize a player based on their card. Like if you think of a power hitter, you're like, oh, that, that type of season, you know, he's got a, a one on 11 and 66, you know, or something. Um, or you think, oh, he's a good fielder. You know, he's a good fielding third baseman. Is he a five or a six? You know, is mm-hmm. he a nine or a ten at short? You know, that sort of thing. Or he's a really good fielding outfielder. He's probably a three, you know, or something like that. Um, like, you know, so, like, you, you think of that. Um, and so, yeah. Well, I mean, it's even great. now, like, I, I don't know. if You've you probably been watching some of the um, MLB Network, you know, replays of the classic yeah. games. I watched the, you know, the 79 um, Phillies and Cubs 23-22 game. Mm-hmm. And, like... When Larry Boa comes up, I think of him as a 9 or 10. You know, mm-hmm. like yep. he's made some really good plays. Mike Schmidt, I'm thinking like 151. You know, when it's like Mike yep. Schmidt's up there. And he had two bombs in that game, too. Like one that won it. That, I, I have never watched that game in its entirety. Do you have it on your DVR, Kirk? I do. And I watched <laughs> it a couple of years ago. It is yeah. crazy. It's it super fun, cr- though. Uh, it is. It is the craziest baseball game I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, after when it is seven to six, it's like, yeah. what is going on? And Dave Kingman, you know, you can say what you want about Dave Kingman. Holy cow. Those three bombs he hit in that game. I, I mean, he hit both of them like he was hitting the buildings behind there. It was ridiculous. I know. Well, one of those, oh, my is, goodness. One of those is, uh, is like one of the longest ones ever hit at Wrigley Field or something. Right? Oh, I, mean, uh, I don't know. what They're all the bombs, one, it, but. It's the one that went rolling down the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's so ridiculous. And, and there's like a kid chasing after it. Like he's trying to run, you know, trying to run down the ball. <laughs> yeah. But I was yeah. thinking, I'm like, man, if I had the 79, I would try to do that. And there's no way it would end up 23, 22 or something. But just to see, you know, um, it's just a. Just I guess crazy. if you went with the pitchers that are there and stuff. But and that's but the thing. He had Tug McGraw in there giving up seven runs in one inning. You know, he comes in there, he gives up a grand slam to Buckner, and then he gives up another two run. They leave him in too. You know, that's the thing. Now, the man, man, you give up like three hits, man, you're out of there. All right, you know, hey, you gave up a walk and two singles, boom, you're done. You know, no, he's in there getting toasted. You know, then Suter, Suter's the one that gave up the bomb to Schmidt. You know? Yeah, he's freaking yeah. rushing mean- it. I mean, there's, yeah, those are some seriously good, you know, pitchers in their career. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. I was uh, watching, uh, they had it on again today, you know, the 1978 one game playoff between the Reds yeah. and, and Red Sox. I'm going to watch that later. Yeah. And the Yankees and, you know, with, and, and they had Buck, like there's the one that they have there, they have like Bob Costas talking to Bucky Dent and stuff like in the studio and Dent's pretty cool about it, you know, but 
you know, they're all like, you know, I mean, he hadn't hit a home run since like August or something, right? And of course, I'll tell you, I mean, no, no offense to Don Zimmer, but what a piece of crap manager that 78 season he did. I mean, the way he just mangled that bullpen and everything. But anyway, that's a totally another thing. I mean, he just, when I see him coming out there, you know, to the mind, I'm just like, you're an idiot. You know, I mean, you just, you should have won. I mean, they had that huge lead. I mean, but you know how it is. And not, we try not to swear on our podcast, not that we don't ever swear, but you know, it's, Bucky F and Dent, you know, whatever. And he's up there and he, yeah. just, he hits it and he says, you know, he hit it. It goes high. And I was, I'm always amazed at how balls get out, get high enough that quickly at, at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. But they do. A lot of them have. And he's like, he was rounding first and there was like a shadow. And he's like, hey, I didn't even see it go over. And they're like, you know, he looked at the second base umpire and he's saying it was a home run. He's like, okay. It's like, all right. You know, he's choking up like four inches on the bat. Yeah. You know, know. the previous the previous pitch he had fouled a ball off of the top of his foot, you know, and so the trainer had to come out for about a minute and a half. You know how they they used to do this back in the seventies and eighties. You know, remember how they used to spray it? Yeah. You know, to make it like numb like ice it up. So he does that and and then whoever I can't remember the guy pitching, I'm sure the Yankee and Red Sox fans know, but like, you know, he didn't take any warm up pitches and so he tried to bust him in again, but he left it over the middle of the plate and all he's trying to do is hit the ball hard and poof. (laughs) But you know, like you can say Bucky F and Dent as much as you want. The other thing you gotta think of, the reason Bucky F and Dent hit that home run is because you got a three hundred and fifteen foot fence down your left field line you know i mean that's why you have a big you know wall there because it's not very far you know yeah. like he doesn't have to hit it that hard so i mean you know that's part of your Just problem under it, pop it up there yeah, yeah that's what he did did you notice in that game I, I watched that game before but i don't recall noticing it but like in this 79 game all these guys like larry boa and um you know gary maddox and all these they get a, they get a hit they got a batting helmet on boom they get on base you know get a hit get a walk or whatever then they toss the batting helmet and just like wear their hat yeah on the it's bases. weird i know did you see him doing that in the 78 one too i saw a little bit of that of course i also saw because now it's illegal you can't do that but i was like what the heck i i, <laughs> I also was that. watching whoever was playing first i think for the red sox in that game was wearing his batting helmet you know in the field you know, it's like, I was like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I was like, really? When, when nobody really even wants to wear one and, and he's got it like, he's, he's wearing it in the field. Well, you know? I just, I watch these umpires. Oh my goodness. Oh, they <laughs> okay. look so lame, don't they? Well, and they're so out of position too. I, I know what it is. Well, it's just like, and, and the home plate umpire in the 79 game here that I watch, you know, the Cubs, um, Phillies game, he's got a watch on. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, you know, yeah, beer you 30? I mean, is it beer 30? What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, well, you need to know the time when you're calling balls and strikes. I mean, right. one, also, it can just get hit very easily, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but, I have a feeling that it didn't have the high-quality tempered glass. No, it's just then. like, it was just like a regular leather band wristwatch. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they have their baby blue shirts with the with the navy pants. Just an ugly look. Okay. Yeah. That they had, but they, you know, they made it work, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's so I mean, look, I, I'd rather watch real games, but it's fun kind of looking back at a few yeah. of those things. And I was just watching on CBS today the uh Georgetown Hoyas 
and Patrick Ewing playing in the 1982 championship game against the North Carolina Tar Heels with James Worthy, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, and all, you know Perkins and all those guys on it. And of course, there's no three point line. You know, yeah. and yep. it's just weird, you know, but it's kind of fun no shot clock, it. no shot clock. Nope. Nope. So, um, and some very short shorts. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the, you know, like the first eight of the t- first 10 points that North Carolina got in that game were goaltending. He's like Patrick Ewing basically swatted everything, but they kept calling goaltending on him. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, like they're when they scored and ma- made it 10, you know, the first eight points were, they're like, that's the first basket that the, the Tar Heels have gotten that hasn't been goaltending, you know? And I'm like, geez, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, so anyway, um, I like, you know, I know we've been just talking, we kind of looked at this as kind of our APA special and we'll come back to things like talking about, um, Beatle albums and other things that we, um, had kind of rolling before those can kind of happen, but we thought, um, there's probably more people out there spending time, um, playing board games, maybe APA, maybe other things doing puzzles. We've done some of those. We had a thousand, you know, piece of puzzle that we've uh, been putting together um things that you've been doing inside spending time with your family maybe having to work with your kids if you have them on school stuff um and for us also kind of playing a little app ago i did a few other crazy things like refinance my house and stuff like that but yeah um and we've done a lot of cleaning around the house but um yeah. If there's any... a lot of not umpiring, <laughs> like yeah. today I was supposed to be Muskegon working a doubleheader, yeah. but since my whole college schedule got canceled, not working now. Yeah, so. try not to think <laughs> about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I was just saying, like you and I are, pro- you and I are on every day right now on Apago, and um, if there's anybody out there that wants to challenge us to um, something, you're K Weber, K W E B E R. I'm actually Kirk Weber. That's that's mine. Um, so if you see us on there, um, f- or you want to send a message and say, "Hey, you know, I you know like to challenge you or something," you know, feel, whatever way you can communicate with us, do that. Or you can always uh, go to um, at Double Take Cast on you know Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and let us know, and we'll uh, we'll try to hook up uh, with you know playing you and something i've been kind of debating trying to get a few other teams to play with maybe we should um i mean we're not buying the 1979 season but see like if i paid 20 bucks for the month and i had access to all the teams then i could play with those teams if i want yeah you, you know? could play with the uh, you know 27 yanks or the 31 phillies or or a's i mean right or maybe or whatever you want to do you know you can I, I just don't know like i mean i'm assuming i can cancel you know like, I, I don't always yeah. have time every time but like I, I wouldn't mind having a month for 20 bucks and then i could see all these cards you know yeah. like like, well, like, you, like i played like um who was it somebody had uh the well the 56 dodgers i played today uh-huh. somebody and i don't have that team i mean i have a lot of hard copy teams but i don't have the 56 and i'm like oh okay very interesting i'm sitting there staring at the cards the whole time that's kind of fun you know right so i think that um i think that would be fun um so i'm thinking pretty much i might do that pretty soon but we'll see but um, the great teams of the past season thing there is fun right. too you know yeah i mean you wouldn't want to well the, you you've got the oh one mariners i think they're in like three or four or whatever they they're are, in so. the first one i think Oh, they are in the first one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, with uh, our 84 Tigers, 75 Reds, 
um they're all they're all in that one you know they kind of mix it up in in those ones yeah i, I kind of like how they do that it's nice yeah but um so yeah i'd get some repeat you know like in some of those like you could you could get those but like i i would think it would be fun to be able to just go and play with some weird year of some team and just kind of look at it and see i wouldn't mind going and playing around with the 1987 cincinnati reds because i remember that um eric davis card where he hit like 37 oh, home yeah. runs and he stole yeah, like 50, 50 bases, right? So he had yeah. like, you know, one, one, five, six or something. And he had like an, a couple 11s, but then he had all these 14 stars, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. on there. So um, well, I, he would be I, interesting. The things you could do if you did that in the month, if you want to, because you've got, you've got the um, collections thing and the line, you got the two other $10 add-ons on there or not? I have the collections. What's the other one? I don't know if I have that one. Uh, uh, it's where you can do unlimited um, lineups and all oh, kinds of stuff. Oh, I don't have that one yet. Yeah, yeah, that one's like ten bucks. So that, I've got right. that one. That's nice. You can, you can. Well, if you were gonna do like a season or any kind of big thing, and you wanted multiple lineups, and not have to redo the lineup every freaking time, mm-hmm. you can have as many as you want. But the other one, the one with the stats, is more important. But like, you could do like the fifty-one Bobby Thompson game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You could replay mm-hmm. that stuff. You could get the night. You know, because like I have the nineteen oh eight real set but you could do that and try to replay that last part of the american league pennant race with the mm-hmm. teams and see like what happens or you know you could you know those little mini things i mean it's not that you necessarily want to like do a whole season which you, you could do i guess right but, um or do one for like a team like if you want to replay the 84 tigers or 68 Tigers, you could do it on there you just have to you know look up the boxer that's what i do and just you could play all those games out and, and, and it would keep all the stats for you which would be sweet you know right I mean, you could do that yeah, and and I'm thinking if I use it enough, I there, I would wouldn't mind owning certain ones, but then I could kind of see which ones yeah. I really like or not, you know. Um, and then you can also go back to some of the stuff that you remember when you were a kid, and play around with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm thinking about it. We'll see, you know, especially if we get extended even further on this uh, break or something um it's it's fun to play around with and it's quick you know so um all right so you and i we will um definitely not let time go by as fast with um you know or as long i guess is what i was trying to say with uh between episodes but um for this one here i think we did a pretty good job of sticking with a lot of talk related to appa and maybe that'll kind of get people interested a little bit with some of that um, that group of people that are into that. And maybe we can get something going with some more stuff on Apple Go. That would be fun, too, yeah, especially in sure. this day and age, right? Um, but until then, um, we hope everyone um, takes care and stays healthy and um, communicates and um, lets us know if there's anything that we can do to um, get you through your times. Um, if there is some topics that would be fun to talk about, uh, let us know. We have time. Yeah, we <laughs> so, do. We do. Um, and until then, um, everybody just, you know, um, you know, hang in there. All right. And uh, I think we'll just kind of call it good for this episode. Uh, we didn't yep. have any breaks or anything like that, but that's fine. This was just a little different. We'll just call it our APA special during the uh, uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, time period. All right. The 
that concludes this episode of Double Take. Thank you for joining us, and consider giving us a follow or some feedback on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Join us next week as we discuss the Beatles Sgt. Pepper album, Apple Baseball, and more. Double Take is recorded using Audacity and CleanFeed. We use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music, Funk in the Trunk, is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email us at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.